Crafted with Love by Zombies. We are the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. He prefers to be called a lich. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, he prefers to (laughs) lie on his resume. Okay, um, let's see here. We are in Yolispan, and you guys are enjoying a day out on the town. Uh, Arginus uh, really working that grind. Um, I, I did not have Arginus as a, a, a worker in my uh, bingo card. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, and let's see, you guys have been... Uh, having your your little sessions with Marina uh, while she examines your uh, obols, or as she has been calling them, Kumaru traces. During the last session, she laments that if only she had her soul sight goggles, uh, uh, this would be a little easier. In fact, she isn't sure if she can make any more progress without them. But alas, they are at they are in her office at the Blue Gardens of Talil a research facility that she is not currently uh, allowed inside of. But don't worry, I'm sure that'll sort itself out on its own. And in the meantime, uh, you guys were on your way to Quaddle Stadium, uh, where you just kind of happened to see our genus across the thoroughfare uh, doing his thing. And uh, then some uh, some cut pursing turned into some uh, cut throating real quick when uh, our genus's uh, employer slash partner slash guy he performs next to, Vorsente, caught a werewood uh, in the act of nicking some of his wares and immediately got stabbed Vorsente when he did. got called out. Yes, but before we get more into that, we have the matter of our genus uh, making a little bit of money. Ah, I've been getting paid. Well, Vorsente isn't paying you. He gave you a gift, and that's all he's ever going to give you. He made that very clear. <laughs> um, in the meantime, our genus has been... Uh, His hat's been on the ground in front of him, flipped upside down. Right. He, he's still been performing. He's still been, you know, on the street uh, with people who are, you know, he's ready busted. to give out their hard-earned Wait, money. that's what that's called? Uh, Sure. So, Arginus, uh, uh-huh. you've been performing three days in a row now. Your perform checks are 25, 32, and 21. I went back and checked. Uh, in a prosperous city, which Yoli's Pond very much is, this will get you, on the first day, uh-huh. 1d6 gold pieces. On the second day, 3d6 gold pieces. And on the third day, 3d10 silver pieces. So don't say I never did anything for you, and go ahead and make those rolls now. All right, so 4d6 is right. 4d6 and then 3d10 for silver pieces. How much you want to bet? How much would you want to bet we're forced out of the city before our genius can spend this money you made? <laughs> so between these three days of uh, performing, looks like our genius has earned himself a cool 33 oh. gold pieces. Um, all right, so now that we've gotten the, that out of the way... Let's unpause here uh, as Vorsente has just uh, fallen over from uh, this werewood that uh, just took out a short sword and caught him down when Vorsente caught him uh, stealing from him. Uh, and Arginus, you are also aware of a second werewood across the square who's doing much the same thing uh, to somebody else. Not currently stabbing anybody, but they were in the process of uh, cutting purses and... Upon Vorsente being 
stabbed, like that created a very uh, immediate and panicky scene. And, you know, everyone's like, oh my god, there's a person being attacked and possibly dying right now. And uh, the crowd is uh, trying to distance themselves from that. What do you guys do? How far away from, uh, like, well, hold on. It's, our genus is right over where this just went down. I know we were coming, were we coming from the library? I think we were coming right from Marina's house. Okay, so we, but we were coming, like, not necessarily the same direction. Like, are they, how far from us is our genus and that stabbing? Can I see it immediately? Right. Do I need to um, roll? Let me. We did perceptions okay. um, last time. One second. And did we? I thought I remember well, because Tia my s- Blith pointing it out and saying yes, something. Yes, because myself and I believe our genus are the ones that kind of saw it happening. And I pointed it out to you saying like, hey, guardsman, you want to do something about that? And you were just kind of like, same I said. No. Yeah. <laughs> and that is very much still Utrud's. But what I guess what I'm trying to figure out is if we don't see or think our genus is a part of this... Uchis gonna be. Like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I mean, you definitely do know that. Like you, our genus, you pointedly saw. Like I already, we established that already. What you didn't see until Teobleth pointed it out to you was the fact that there was a werewood uh, picking pockets, and then you were all very much aware of the ensuing panic. Also, I like how Utrid is uh, staying up to do his final watch, so you know he doesn't get rusty or lose sight of the life of a well, hero. I'm not sure I said the life and of a the, hero. And then the first time somebody's in danger, pretty, the first time someone is in danger, he's just like, uh, nope. <laughs> not this guy. Uchi's not a hero. Never claimed to be a hero. He just has a mission. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. This is a... It's a very veiny street that you guys are walking on right now. Is it girthy um, too? Those are probably but, like it's, They're probably I mean, leaders, you tell me. Most likely. Yeah. Um, you actually get the... You get the I, you get the impression that you may be walking above, like, one of the roots of the Kumaru tree. Because they are supposedly, like, spread out through the entire nation of Zopadl. You probably heard, like, through one person or another that... Um, the, the city of Yolispan very much like is kind of built around this roots uh, this root system uh, and while so it's weird because the veins of creation i.e. the roots of the Kumaru tree are in they function in many ways as ley lines which are like just kind of raw channels of arcane power that are interwoven into the fabric of the material plane, but they're not like they're not physical. They're kind of like they're they're, they're metaphysical channels of power. Um, but in places like this, and the way people have like talked about them, you get the impression that the roots are a physical feature, and yet they are also ley lines. It's it's a little conflicting, uh, conflicting descriptions, but yeah. Uh, so here you are. Walking through this uh, this town square, you see Arginus down the street, and Arginus is doing his thing, and Varsente, uh, who was standing like, ten feet to his east northeast, was hawking his goods and suddenly got stabbed by this werewood that got caught stealing from him. Um, so 
Arginus, you are aware of this guy across the street from you. The others may be aware that he is there, but Arginus specifically was privy to him stealing. But yeah, everybody's aware that Arginus is here. There's a werewood 15 feet away from him that just killed the orc that he was working with. Yeah, what do you guys do? Uh, Teolith draws his rapier and starts closing on him. All right, so if we're going to start combat, let's all do initiative. First initiative of book five. Mm. First up is the very eager into battle Uhtred. Do we get knowledge checks on these guys? In the same way that you get knowledge checks on, like, a human or a dwarf. So, but I mean, yeah, I mean, roll knowledge arcana, see what you know about werewoods. I guess they're not a super common race in the inner sea, so could be worth asking some questions about them. 29. 21. 29. Oh, did you roll a three? Rolled a five. <laughs> oh. I rolled a four, that's why I asked. <laughs> so, right, again, like, they don't have, like, a laundry list of abilities, but I will tell you that um, they have natural dark vision up to 60 feet, they have low light vision, and they are uh, constructs, and this means that uh, they actually get a static amount of bonus hit points based on their size category. Uh, as medium creatures, uh, werewoods gain 20 bonus hit points. This is actually in exchange for the fact that they don't have a constitution modifier, so they don't get bonus hit points per level. So that's just kind of like an upfront bulk amount. Do constructs have... Um, um, can you critically strike a construct? I'm about to go through all that just now. So, constructs are immune to all mind-affecting effects. That means charms, compulsions, morale effects, patterns, and phantasms. They are immune to bleed, disease, death effects, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep, and stunning. They cannot heal on their own, but they can be repaired via exposure to a certain kind of effect. Spells such as make whole. Uh, They are not subject to ability damage, ability drain, fatigue, exhaustion, energy drain, or non-lethal damage. They are immune to any effect that requires a fortitude save, unless the effect also works on an object. Uh, So, like, disintegrate is a fortitude save, but you can disintegrate an object, so that would affect them. They do not breathe, eat, or sleep. So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much everything you could possibly know about a werewood. Uh, Nothing on that list indicated that they were immune or resistant to critical hits. Because they they do have, like, joints, weak points that you can exploit in the same way that a human has, like, a jugular or something like that. Alrighty. Did you say that they're unaffected by, like, blind? They're not immune to being blind, but if uh, making them blind would cause, would require them to make a fortitude save, they are immune to that specific method of making them blind. Okay. But you can, like, throw some pocket sand in their face or, like, put a bag over their head and, yeah, like, that would blind them. Yeah, (laughs) that. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, I think I'm going to use my standard action to use my um, sheath to apply keen to Vallow. Okay. I will spend an arcana point to give an enchantment bonus. So instead of putting flaming or anything on it, I'm just going to put the straight plus four onto Vallow to make it a plus five weapon. And I'm going to hold my move action if our genus engages with either of these werewoods 
in any in any way, Uhtred's going to move up to the blue one. And if our genus doesn't or retreats, Uhtred will just stay where he is. Okay. Our genus. All right. So um, our genus is going to cast Glitter Dust. <laughs> dust them. Uh, sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> glitter Dust. I think most um, people kind of cleared out. So, like, I don't think... Uh, they're in the process of clearing okay. I mean, out. Vercenti's probably not going to appreciate getting blinded after stab. He's probably just going to think that's a symptom of him <laughs> dying, honestly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Alright, so it looks like Glitter Dust is a 10-foot radius spread, so why don't you tell me where specifically you put that? Uh, right on red, at, like, red is uh, dead center of that. Okay. And I believe that triggers Uhtred's held action. Yep. Uh, so I move up 30 feet. All right. Arginus doing anything with his move action? Oh, yeah. He's uh, getting out of there, but he's got to make a will save. Oh, right, right, right. God damn it. Somehow I, I didn't account for all the possible things Arginus could do. Because <laughs> if I saw him going backwards, <laughs> even though he glitter dusted, Uhtred might have just been like, well, I'll just stay here. He's basically trying to yep. be a ninja. He's um, disappearing in a puff of smoke, but he made glitter yeah. instead. But I definitely said if our genus in any way, <laughs> shape, or form like aggresses them, Uchu would move up. So our genus probably <laughs> like sees these guys, looks over at uh, looks over at like everybody else. You know, mid wave, he's probably like, "Hey guys, over here!" and then sees action. And then blood there, just comes across the screen. <laughs> and then his response is like, "Oh, we're doing this, right? We're doing this. Yeah, we're doing this." And uh, he glitter dusts. Here, here's here's what we're contending with with crowds. You can basically assume that the that most squares on this map are filled with people. It's not like shoulder to shoulder, but. It's enough people where it's it's crowded. Um, so entering a square that contains a crowd costs uh, two squares of movement. A crowd provides cover for anyone who is within it uh, and actually enables a stealth check, uh, providing armor bonus, a bonus to armor class on reflex saves. Um, you can kind of direct a crowd if you want to as a full round action with a diplomacy or intimidate check to kind of get them to move in a particular direction. Um, if there is danger, a crowd acts on initiative zero, essentially, and will typically move like 30 feet away from the danger per round. So you probably won't have to contend with this for very long, but at least for now, uh, that means that Uhtred could only move this close to uh, his werewood because uh, he could only move 15 feet through the crowd, and our genus uh, can only move 15 feet away as his move action, and now I'm going to make a will save for the Glitter Dust. 22. Yeah, that passes. Okay. Thalias. Yeah, I think it's about time uh, a couple more Thaliases join the fray. <laughs> I'll cast Mirror Image. Alright. And with my mirrors, which I have to roll, I knew that. How many is it? 1d4 plus... Four? I don't know. Let's say it's plus four. I think it's plus one per three caster levels or something like that. Oh, I was right. 
Um, so I was right. Plus four. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'll make five. <laughs> so fucking lame. Flies <laughs> uh, is making crowds and crowds. Yeah. Then um, I will move up to blue. Wait, hold on a second. And You're moving through a crowd, buddy. So that's slow oh, roll. What? Oh, you moved me one. You further. know that thing we oh. literally just went over. <laughs> and our, yeah, I know. You're wearing full plate, right? Yeah, I'm always wearing full plate. All right, so you can move ten feet as a move action. <laughs> you would think I would be like a bulldozer. You think the full well, plate would be even better? You, you got to build up that momentum first. You could choose to activate right the slippers for your one time per day. It is not difficult terrain. Oh, it just it just has all the exact same penalties <laughs> as difficult terrain. You, you are a hundred percent correct. Listen, you try and move through a large crowd leaving any venue and tell me that's not difficult terrain. It's not a trap. It it's is a hazard. <laughs> now you're thinking. <laughs> that's thinking with your. Now you're thinking <laughs> like a GM. All right, this is now the Werewoods' turns. Well, our genus. Let's see. He cast glitter dust on the red werewood. So instead of Kudagrossing Versente, he is going to uh, go after our genus. Good. Um, Can't let you kill my employer. Dude, that would be so annoying if somebody threw a whole bunch of glitter at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, think about how mad you would be, right? Somebody just ran, runs up and throws a fistful of glitter on you. It's never Seriously. coming out. What's wrong with you? Like, how do you get home? You get in your car, and that's it. Until, until that car is crushed, there's glitter in it. <laughs> that is um, definitely my level of uh, prank. That's not a prank, dude. <laughs> you ruined somebody's car. Yeah. Dude, you're playing an evil character. Because now that's point. in their car, so every time they drive somewhere, guess what? They're going to have yeah. glitter on. Them. You gave their car herpes. That's what you just did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's oh, see. Oh, my God. So as a full round action uh the red werewood is going to close the distance on our genus and blue is, he sees he sees utrid uh closing in on him so he's actually going to uh reach up and grab uh looks like he's like grabbing like a little like gemstone off of a necklace he's wearing and he winds back and he chucks it right at utrid is this a attack roll? No. So he throws this uh, gemstone at Uhtred, and when it reaches Uhtred Square, it erupts as a fireball spell. Uh, so I'm going to need Uhtred, Thalias, and Tiablith to give me reflex saves. Did I? Wait. How far away was I last <laughs> turn? More than yeah. 25 feet, Yes. Yeah, you won't Man, say Nick, you ran are rolling it. rocks tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to uh, use a hero point to reroll. Because I got three of those. Okay. Dear Lord, I rolled worse. Heroically worse. All right, let's hear them. Remember, we have the, the lucky stuff, too, but I think you have to announce that before you roll. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. all about that. And, so. uh... Just FYI, the, uh... The bo- for if you want to give yourself a bonus from a hero point... The plus eight or the plus four for, like, before or after you roll. That is technically a luck bonus that would not stack with, uh, like, your lucky clover gives you a luck bonus or something like that. All right, so let's hear those reflex saves. Uh, 20. 
17. Elias. 14. I didn't want to say. <laughs> it's from an item, so I'm hoping it's not a terribly high, but like it's going to be higher than a 14 just as a base level fireball. <laughs> you would think that. Don't worry, my <laughs> heavy plate will protect me. 14, <laughs> fortunately, does pass. Oh, oh wow. No so oh. Uhtred, I believe, wow. has <laughs> evasion, but uh, yep. Thalias and Teobleth are going to take half of 26 points of fire damage. And uh, a fair number of people that were making up that area that were uh, currently trying to get away from the violence in this street get burned pretty badly. Yeah, but are they out of my way now? <laughs> no. or? Jesus. A, are they dead? A couple, a couple people do drop to the ground, but most people in the area are... They, they look pretty badly burned, but they're not like... There are still obstacles that you need to uh, push out of your way. Oh, perfect. Oh, wait a second. Uh-oh. Alex, you're not allowed to say uh-oh. How many times have we talked about this? This is... We gotta start a ban list of things you can't say. Uh-oh. Whoopsie poopsie. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie, yeah. yeah. Oopsie poopsie. Population counts. <laughs> it's something about it's someone's about crime. 20 people less at this point. All right, false alarm. That's what I like yep. to hear. Okay. <laughs> Better than a real wow, alarm? The, the ban word list really worked. <laughs> yeah. High five, everybody. All right, and last up is Tiabloth. Uh, that's an uncommon situation. Yeah. It's Seriously. not that uncommon. At least you're in the fight this <laughs> <Get> time. <'em. laughs> okay. Tiabloth is uh, going to make use of one of his new... Uh, necromancy spells he's going to cast greater object possession on the red weirwood the one next to our genus does that work on a construct where are you going with yep, this it specifically <laughs> works on uh, gargantuan or smaller object or construct I was going to use possession but that doesn't work on constructs but object possession greater object possession specifically does god damn okay and there's no saving throw <laughs> Oh, you're just mine. Yep. So anyone watching just sees Teoleth kind of like flop over and now controlling the red construct. Because you're saying no no saving throw. And I was like, that is yeah, ludicrous. I've been looking at this for the last 10 minutes. Like, if you, you can attempt to possess a construct instead of an unintended object as your first possession with this spell. If you do, it acts as cons- control construct, except as noted yes. above. And control construct says, as long as you concentrate, you can control the construct as if you were its master. You must make a spellcraft check each round to maintain control. The DC of the spellcraft check is 10 plus the construct's hit dice. I'm sure he automatically confirms that. Well, why don't you give me a spellcraft Maybe check? Uh, what I will do is use uh, one of my focus points to... For the sudden insight, and use that on a skill check. I'll use that to give myself a plus seven bonus to this because I've been rolling like junk tonight. So I'm kind of making sure I get I do this. Yeah. Okay. So that's a thirty-one on a nat one. <laughs> yeah. You maintain control for this round. Uh, so sorry, I, I I interrupted you, but I just wanted to make sure that we covered that before we got in too deep. Yeah. So 
anyone looking at the the red construct that is standing next to our genus just sees it drop what was it holding a short sword i think yes just drops whatever weapon it was holding laces its hands behind its head and just like drops down to its knees like it's surrendering all right and you like i'll even say through its mouth like go get some rope Tie me up, I surrender. <laughs> uh, you better roll a sense motive there, Tom. <laughs> yeah, well. Our genus is like. <laughs> that means nothing. Our genus is like. I'm, Six seconds ago, he stabbed your I'm employer. getting gaslit yeah, so I'm... hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, solid turn. What are the odds that you could make use of that spell? First combat uh, about after as good. you got it. <laughs> about as good as uh, right after you showed up having echolocation for a dragon <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay I guess uh, I guess the bills come due alright so that brings us back to the top of initiative Uhtred it is your turn alright so in front of me you said the the crowd moves 30 feet away from when you said the source of it, was that referring to just the red guy? Is it both? Well, of them? at first it was just the it was going to be just the red guy, but once a fireball erupted right on top of you, and then we passed initiative zero right before we did you, so that the crowd actually moved thirty feet away from you in all directions, but mostly south southwest. Um, so I should have a clear shot. I could charge to the blue guy. I'm exactly 30 feet away yeah, from Yeah, I'd say that you can uh, you can charge. Actually, that brings me to uh, this guy right here that is no longer gaining cover from the crowd. There is a, another werewood that was skulking about. It looked like he was kind of... Maybe he started to the, uh, the northeast of the werewood you've been moving towards, and he was going to try to creep around the... Uh, the tent. Was he invisible? No, but he was using stealth to hide with cover. Oh, I see. Um, the perception checks that you guys made last week uh, were to spot them using stealth, and nobody spotted him. Um, but yeah, you are free to charge. Okay, so this is going to be one attack with Valo. It's going to be a 31. 31 will hit. Okay. And that's going to be... 12 slashing damage. And Arginus. Arginus, like, he's getting mixed signals <laughs> here, so he's going to disintegrate the red one that's in front of him. <laughs> Alright. Is he going to try to move away from it first? Or he's just going to point blank? I mean, I know it dropped to its knees and put its hands behind its back and said, tie me up. But, just... Uh, sure. I'll, I'll take a... I'll take the... I don't know if I can take a five foot Yeah, step. the crowd has moved 30 feet away from, like, you were the focal point of the danger initially. Yeah, all right. Uh, disintegrate. All right. Um, Tiablith, do you uh, willingly fail your save? Absolutely. Okay. Arginus, go ahead and roll me damage. I believe it's 2d6 per level. Well, first, actually, hold on. Give me an attack roll. You can always roll in that one. True. Give you an attack roll. All right. I'll just roll the natural 20. Nothing more fun than a critical disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a not a fail. All right. All right, so what are you guys, a little 14 now? All right, yeah. so give me 28d6, yeah, so please. <laughs> this is where I miss uh, playing in person with physical dice. <laughs> <laughs> right, <well. laughs> 
two, <laughs> three. Like the owl counting how many licks yeah. the center of a tetral box. Yeah, that's eighty. All right, eighty points of damage. Still, I think that was the first disintegrate you've like landed and like didn't have to roll lesser damage. I right. could be wrong. Yeah. But yeah, it takes eighty points of damage, but that werewood is not disintegrated. <laughs> seems so ridiculous. Excuse me, what? Yeah. Alright. The thing just like takes it to the f- like just takes it in the chest, doesn't even flinch. Yep. And then he's here go, I said tie me up, jackass. <laughs> There's three of you, I'm not tying you up. I'm not taking that fucking time. <laughs> And I'm literally having this <laughs> argument with him too. Like, like <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? One of you guys blasted like entire people with a fire. You're not my supervisor. I'm not tying you up. <laughs> He's over there bleeding. <laughs> All right, uh, up next is Thalias, and uh, you are no longer hampered by the crowd. Oh, perfect. But I'm still pretty slow, huh? Uh huh. You got enough room to charge. charge yeah. All right, I charge, and I smack him big time. Charging on blue? Yep. All right, uh, last five feet of movement is going to provoke from this uh, other werewood. Whatever, I don't care. All right, well, good. Oh, wait, I was going to charge blue, but you're saying I could not provoke if I charge green. Right. Let's do that, just in case uh, something really tragic happens to me. Now, fun question, Thalias. Which spirit are you channeling today? Champion. Always champion. <laughs> All right. So you get your full attack without the champion attack. Oh, without the? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, you're charging. Yeah, yeah. 31. 31's going to hit. All right. That'll be uh, some pretty powerful stuff here. 16 damage plus 9 power. Uh, 25 damage with 4 acid. Uh, second attack is 25. 25 will also hit. 25 damage and one acid. All right. Smack him up pretty good. But it is now the werewolf's turn again. Beefcake. Well, yeah, the red one took 80 damage to the face and didn't go down. (laughs) Yeah, I I was sort of hoping this one was his younger brother or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Small child. (laughs) All right. Like the green one they brought on some sort of Make-A-Wish program. He's got terminal rust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Green is gonna five foot step north, uh, so he's got Utra to his nine o'clock, or Utra to his twelve o'clock, and Thalias to his nine o'clock, and he's going to attack Thalias. He's got uh, two short swords wielded. Yeah, Let's see how he sounds can do like you went after the older brother. Yeah, <laughs> see, see what he can do against my plate armor. That's going to be a 34 to hit. Okay, yeah, so he's pretty good. That hits. All right. Oh, but wait. Mirrors. Oh, yeah. There's five of you, right? Oh, uh, well, there's five plus me. Okay, so I'll roll a d6, and a one is Thalias. One. So Likely story. Yep, yep. All right, short sword uh, swing number two. That is a 18 to hit. That doesn't hit. All right, short sword swing number three. That's a 29 to hit. Nope. Okay, short sword swing number four. What is this, General Grievous? That's a natural 20. You're going to roll to confirm. And a, an 18 isn't going to confirm, but I'm going to roll mirror. Uh, roll d6. Natural one is Thalias. That's a five. 
right. Next. Slash, you're going to take 11 points of damage. All right. That's fair. Other, the, uh, where would that Uhtred charge is going to five foot step northwest. So he is flanking Uhtred with the one that just attacked Randolph. And he's going to give him four short swords. I'll use okay. uh, Arcana Point to boost my AC. That's a 22 to hit. No. That is an 18 to hit. No. 29 to hit. Nope. And a 24 to hit. Okay. And the other werewood continues to be possessed by Teoblith. All right. And now it is Teoblith's turn. Give me a spellcraft check. Spellcraft coming up. Let's maintain this motherfucker. Oh, that's a better roll. That's a 40 spellcraft. All right. You maintain control. Yep. And this time he's going to just plop forward face down on the ground. <laughs> and he's going to, like again, just look at, at our genus. Let's just kind of <laughs> tilt his head up at him be like, there's a system for this. Arrest me, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know what to do about this. And, like, I look behind me and I see Teoblith face down on the floor. I'm just, just like, collapsing. you killed my comrade. <laughs> come after you. I feel like this it's is your a- word versus his Tom. <laughs> right? All RG just needs to say is he had a gun. Come right for us. <laughs> he had more than a gun. Um, okay, it is now Uhtred's turn. All right. Uhtred's going to take a five-foot step diagonally to end up in a flanking position on the green weirwood with Elias. All right. And he'll take a full round. So the first attack is a 34. That'll hit. Okay. That's going to be twelve or 13 slashing damage. And then a 21 on the second attack. 21 does not hit. Alrighty. And now it's our genus' turn, who I think is discovering a new level of mania <laughs> as he witnesses <laughs> this construct. I mean, yeah. is <laughs> not... Like is having an existential crisis. I almost wonder <laughs> like, if he's like looking at, looking at his hand in bewilderment. Like, what was in that glitter dust? <laughs> the- <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, I'm uh, a dumb move. I feel like this is a dumb move. Um, but I'm gonna cast Firebrand on. Utrid and Thalias. Okay. You need to be within touch range for that? No. Uh, I think it's like haste. All the targets just need to be within 30 feet of yeah. each other. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one creature per four levels. No two can be more than 30 feet apart. One round per level. Yep. Range of close, not touch. And I will throw the description for both of you two. Mark several allies with a flaming uh, um, rune. Sheds light like a torch, uh, but doesn't burn you. Um, While the fire brand burns any creature it marks, is immune to damage from any fire spell. Uh, I cast all of the target's weapons, both natural and manufacturer, inflict plus 1d6 points of fire damage. On a hit, this bonus 
fire damage stacks with any other amount of fire damage uh, creature's weapon might already inflict at any point during the spell's duration a creature bearing a firebrand can launch a beam of fire at any target within 30 feet as a swift action this ray requires a ranged touch attack to hit and deals 66 points of fire damage once a creature uses its firebrand to fire a ray uh, in this manner the effect to the spell ends for that creature so our genus cast firebrand on uh, Uhtred and Thalias yep okay and Thalias it's your turn you are branded um yep feeling pretty good about that I'm going to continue my reign of terror on uh, green with the flank alright and full attack. I get the champion shit this time, right? Yeah, he's in for a world of hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 26. 26 hits. That's 25 damage, which I've rolled three times in a row now. Pretty impressive. And five acid. Psst. Champion attack. 28 to hit. 28 damage and two acid. All right. Uh, that second attack is going to finish off green. Hell yeah, brother. You can... Uh, can you five a step between attacks? I think so. Yes, you can. You can five foot step and finish your your full attack on blue. Yeah, other people might not be able to five foot step in the middle of their attack, but I sure as hell can. <laughs> Thirty three to hit, twenty six damage, six acid, ups. and then plus one d six of fire, and plus one d six of fire. Thank you, Tom. Oh yeah. Also, a firebrand shovel. I mean, come yeah. on. How awesome is <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, flaming shovel. <laughs> Did you roll the d6 for this third attack for the fire? Uh, no. It is a four. <sighs> All right. Thalias uh, digging away at these werewoods. Not digging. It's the werewoods turn, and that reversed for him real quick. Uh, he's going to five foot step to the west to keep out of... Uh, Five foot step flank range uh, with Uhtred, and uh, he's gonna full attack on Thalias. Mm-hmm. I suspect that he might do that. Natural one. Mm-hmm. 29 to confirm. That confirms. All right, first fumble of book five. All right. Well, he's immune to it. It's called This Is Bad. You take an amount of bleed equal to your strength bonus. <laughs> Constructs don't bleed. All right, he's going to continue with his full attack. That's a 25 to hit. Nope. Swing at number three, 26 to hit. Nope. And swing at number four, 18 to hit. That sounds like a critical miss, 18. He's a good kid. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, and the other werewood continues to be uh, possessed by Teoblith. Uh, Teoblith. Spellcraft. Okay. Spellcraft. Ooh, that's a 28. So unless they have 18 hit die, that's okay. Not quite. You are okay. Just got to keep my rolls above a 5, and I'm okay here. <laughs> Which is harder said than done tonight. Right. Seriously. All right, so Teola spends his turn continuing to uh, uh, prostrate himself to our genus. <laughs> just, just continue to, like, fuck with... With my mindset already. What do I do here? 
Let's screw with your head. He's surrendering. <laughs> He's pretty yep. screwing That's with my head. Mental warfare there, Matt. <laughs> um, Many a war been won by surrendering. Yep. Elias. <laughs> it's back to me already? Hell yeah, brother. Hey, did I get skipped in there? Oh, wait. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Um, he said Elias. Yep. He loves to skip Uhtred. We were focusing on Arginus well, flipping over out, so me I, too. <laughs> I jumped off from there. Uhtred, it is your turn. Alright, Uhtred's going to take a five-foot step. Another full attack. Oh my god. I rolled two twos. Oof. Two twos! <laughs> nice two-two, Uhtred. 21 and a 14. I assume those will miss. They both miss. Aren't you glad we didn't skip you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Arginus. Can I ask where everybody is at this point? Like, you may not. Is everybody cleared at this point? The, I think, the, what is this, round three? Yeah. yeah. The crowd is pretty well cleared out, I think. Yeah, they're 60 to 90 feet away from these general focal points. Did so. Diablo take any damage from getting trampled by the crowd stepping on him? <laughs> uh, no, he's fine. Because Arjun is about to cast a fireball right here. It's going to get both red and blue, but probably, probably surrender like into uh, both Uhtred and Thelias. Because Uhtred and Thelias are immune to the Don't fireball. Don't tell them that. I wanted them to get nervous. You read the description yeah, to them. I know, but let's face it. Joe already forgot about that. Forgot about what? <laughs> <laughs> and I would have never been nervous, Tom, because I knew I'd make my reflex save and take no damage. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's also fair. So, uh, Tiablith is uh, willingly failing this reflex save for the red rare one? Oh, yes. All right, uh, here comes a reflex save for blue. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that. How's a 31 smell? Ugh, it smells pretty bad, but still going to hit you with half damage. Maybe. I don't know what these guys Maybe. are Maybe. But these things seem pretty rogy. Uh, that's 37 for 10d6. All right. So red takes... So it's... it's this is a strange uh, combination of mechanics because these guys have improved evasion. So that means even on a failed save, they only take half damage. But he's just going to lie there and take it. <laughs> He's going to lie there and take it. I, I f I'm wondering if that's like a mechanic that you can like control. Well, like well, could Teoblith say, I'm not going to use improved evasion and I'm going to take all of the damage even though I have improved evasion. It would evasion. just be not making a reflex save. Well, also, I think I don't think he would have access to improved evasion because Teoblith does not have access to improved evasion. Um... I guess we need to look up how that works. Don't you get the physical attributes of the thing that you're possessing? Like, it's not like a spell-like ability he's got, but I don't think it really matters, because, let's see, it's... For now, I'm going to say that Teoblith can, like, shut it off anyway. That would be weird if Teoblith's just sitting still and somehow, like... Can't control how twitchy this guy <laughs> like... is. <laughs> you can choose not to make a, a saving throw, right? And improved well, you can, invasion says even on a failed reflex save. But if right, you never I'm make a reflex save, 
Well, but, but I think you have to make it, but you can choose to fail. Interesting. But improved evasion says even when you fail. Yeah, basically willingly choosing to roll a zero on the save. Like I'm still making a saving throw and failing it. I'm just intentionally failing it. Um, these guys do have fire resistance 10, though, so he still only takes 27 instead of 37. Oh but uh, the uh, disintegrate he took earlier was still enough to, uh, combined with that, completely obliterate him. So I don't know how that uh, how that feels for Teoblith, but I guess he gets shunted back into his own body. Yep. And it is Teoblith's turn. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, you, you see, you see, too, with kind of like, like, he like wakes up, he kind of like jerks and like stands up to his feet, and he's like, God damn it, Arginus, you can't even take a surrender right. And he just looks over at the blue one and casts greater object possession again. You need to have the construct <laughs> uh, disengage from Uhtred and Thalias, walk over, walk over to, over Arginus, to Arginus and surrender. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, make a spellcraft check. This feels. This feels n- like we're not doing it right. There's no way it's this easy to just completely constr- control a construct. How often do you run into these constructs? And he took a whole. Yeah. Very rare. Yeah. I mean, depending it's a fifth on level spell, it's not yeah. like this is like an easy thing to do it's either. Like a cantrip that he's just. Oh, I control I'm, all robots. Okay. <laughs> it's a. Fi- it's only a fifth level spell. I can completely. Like take control of this thing and it gets no saving throw. Like that's like dominate person. I think is a fifth level spell and that gets a save. But anyway, right. it's not a person. Um, it's a construct. <laughs> Try okay. to keep up again. Con- <laughs> considering can depending on what campaign, like you could encounter a lot of constructs. And honestly, you guys have encountered a lot of constructs in this campaign. Yeah, a lot of skeletal constructs. Um, <laughs> it's like, why do you think I took the like, spell? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll I'll figure a way to take it away. From you. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Um, but for now, that's a 35 spellcraft. We're yeah yeah. I you know we're to gonna get an email like a long-winded email. <laughs> <laughs> I contacted the creator of Paizo. And Alex, Alex is going on vacation tomorrow, so he's gonna like make Michelle drive. He's gonna take oh, the I got, entire. I got a five-hour drive of research ahead of me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't send emails. Like that. <laughs> it, doesn't make, it doesn't sound like me. Okay. So um, Thirty-five spellcraft. I take possession yeah. of this guy again. Teoblith like stands yeah, he, up. He goes, "God damn it, Arginus!" Casts a spell and immediately flops over again. And Uhtred and Thalias <laughs> see this blue, this weirwood in front of them that's been just like stabbing and going crazy at him. Just all of a sudden, drops its weapons. Again, laces its hands behind its head and goes down on its knees and says, I surrender. Tie me up. Why don't you just say I mean, that you're Teoblith? <laughs> like, <laughs> you have yet to confirm any of this. You just killed multiple people and you expect us to be like, oh, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Oh, Tom, you're going to be so sad if it gets back to Uhtred because he's going to take out Rope and tie him up. Well, yeah, because there's not three <laughs> others that are trying to kill the rest of the group. No, our genus is crazy and incompetent. You all saw it. <laughs> Unlike Uhtred, whose turn it now is and is, is it really? very uh, calm, collective, and steely taking some rope out. <laughs> wasn't even going to be part of this combat. You don't have to tell me twice if you're going to surrender. 
I honestly, it makes more sense, like even without the knowledge that Teoblith is doing this, for it to surrender after True. being outnumbered and outgunned, whereas opposed to the one that surrendered to Aegis, received no uh, no opposition, went from murder spree to I surrender. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still think, though, if Uhtred was in Arginus' spot, he would be like, well, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. If this idiot's going to let me yeah. tie him up in <laughs> combat. Yeah, but you're not uh, you're not mentally That's ill, true. so there's, <laughs> there's the rub. There's the rub. Yeah, how long would it take for me to find rope and then tie him up? Well, it took me six seconds. No, it did. <laughs> I have a handy haversack, so I'm able to yeah. find my rope with a move action. Yep, you got, you've got the rope in your hands, and you can definitely standard begin action begin tying him up now. Well, how long does, how long is it to tie someone up? More than a standard action? A standard action is like three seconds. So yes, well, yeah, I'm sure it's in the rules. It's, it's I honestly don't think not. it is. We've, like we've gone, gone over this. We've before. gone over this multiple times. Uh, I mean, uh, any rope work, any knot work, it is not covered in the rules. Um, you know what? That's what I'll do for five hours tomorrow. <laughs> I'll figure out a rule system for using rope, and we can use that going forward. But I mean, it's the end of combat. the The action economy is not really important right now. So Uhtred begins tying up this werewolf. Yeah. Um, should I keep making some spellcraft checks to make sure it's compliant, or can I just say I take well, a 10 for a few rounds? See if Thelias is not going to murder it as I'm in the starting this. No, nah, oh, Thelias is a good man. Okay. <laughs> as as Arginus, uh comes over and watches this entire... Guys, you are never going to believe this, but like, I, he stabbed somebody and then he was all shiny and then he's asking me to tie him up and... What the fuck are you guys doing? Oh, this, <laughs> his buddy here surrendered. He said he laid the, down. Some the werewood, the werewood looks up at our genius and says, "You're an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Are you guys interconnected? How are you guys doing this? And then uh, our genius is actually gonna look back and look. Tiablith <laughs> is still Tiablis. looking on the ground. Looks like, like dead as hell. My friend. <laughs> Just kind of hold you in my <laughs> arms. Diablo is dead. Brings also, him next to his employer. Like I'm losing everybody. Oh, well, on that note, I, well, I wanted to ask, um, Thalias, uh, is there a way for Thalias to go up and like quick healing hands on Vicente, or is he just dead? Dead. I think he was like bleeding um, out, but is he dead? Nice. He's uh, he is bleeding out. Uh, he is not dead yet. So yeah, I mean, if uh, if Thalias. Was so inclined, he could rush over and uh, heal Versente. Okay, I hear you. Someone tell me to do that. Are you ignoring uh, yeah, me, please. or are you going to? Well, <laughs> like you I see mean, Arginus actively on the ground, coddling both. The, <laughs> both well, the, well, you'd have to drag Teoblith over there. Oh, he he's thinks already, is dead. He's already <laughs> doing that. Arginus, like, the elf isn't dead. He just passed out from fear. The weirwood goes, I did not. Shut up. No one's talking to you, weirwood. <laughs> yes, you are. Hey, Arginus, stop dragging you. me around. What is happening? <laughs> Arginus is not mentally okay right now. But how about Vorsenti? Is he physically okay? No one is actually mentioned yeah. to yeah. Elias, like, hey. Elias, can you come over here, please? I mean, I think everybody would have seen Vorsenti get stabbed. Like, 
only our genus knows him personally. So to the rest of you, he's just some orc that our genus was standing near when this all happened. But I mean, you all saw this guy get stabbed. Yeah. But I don't want to. Yeah, uh, our genus is definitely any... being like, "Yo, Thalias, can you come over here, please?" I run over to see what our genus is all about. Uh, this this is my employer. Please, please save him. Employer. I, I just. <laughs> I think employer. I I just don't have time for this. And I uh, I'll cast <laughs> healing hands. All right, give me a heal check. How about that? <laughs> 14 healing. Well, With he heals a, his HD. We uh, don't know what his HD is, oh, but he heals oh, his shit, HD. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. Those numbers are if you were uh, healing us. Yeah. So, Varsente, uh, you you close the wound. He's no longer uh, bleeding out, but he also does not wake up. Hmm. Okay. Hit him again. I mean, as long as <laughs> I mean, as long as he's breathing and he seems stable. Does he seem stable? Well, I'm gonna just heal him again. No, yeah, okay. he's, he's stable. What's your heal check for this one? This one is the middle one, uh, HD plus wisdom. Okay. Which is usually 15, so, uh, you know. Yep. All right, uh, Vorsente uh, will wake up. Oh, he'll finally wake up then, will he? Yes. He, like, scrambles in in place, laying, on, laying in the dirt. He, uh, like, runs his hands over where he got stabbed in his, in his chest. And he looks up at at you. He says, "Oh my word!" Well, he's actually probably speaking in Razatlani because default. He doesn't know. Yep. So he's just like gibbering in another language that you can't understand. Boss. Uh, but it looks like he's <laughs> looks like he's up. grateful. I thought I lost you. <laughs> I thought I lost you. Oh, uh, he kind of like he kind of like. Ju- he's doing like the language juggling in his head he's, as he switches back to Dwarven uh, to address Arginus. Uh, Arginus, did you see which way the, the thief went? He, I thought he cut me down, but this man, uh, he saved me. And then he kind of like looks around. He says, what, ha- what happened? And it's not like a deserted marketplace. Like the, the people who fled, like they didn't really go more than like a hundred or so feet away from the danger. And now that they're probably watching uh, the danger is past. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's lots of uh, witnesses. Yeah, they did, they to... didn't just run away and then just start milling about. So there's a lot of people uh, who just witnessed our genus kill a man who was surrendering. <laughs> You're right. I mean, he was openly <laughs> saying, "Tie me up, you idiot." <laughs> um, but yeah, like as uh, as Varsente looks around as uh, Uhtred is tying up this remaining werewood like the 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 crowd is slowly cautiously uh returning because a lot of these people are like business owners like Vercente and you know they don't want to leave their their shit un unoccupied for too long but Vercente uh he finally spots the the dead werewoods and the the one being tied up by Uhtred and he says our genus did did you did you help Take take down these murderers? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh yes, uh, I helped, uh, but I absolutely did not do it on my own. Uh, if you look over there, uh, to my um, uh, <laughs> he he looks deceased, but uh, he's in the werewood body over there, and it's just an entire complicated thing. But <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you're uh, healthy now. He, he's controlling them? Oh, he's, uh, 
Uh, he's certainly doing something with them. Uh, uh, it took me a minute to kind of figure it out. Uh, but uh, uh, once I was told what was happening, uh, everything was under control. Worsente kind of looks suspiciously at Tiablith for a second. He should. Uh, but then he uh, he stands back up says, Well, you have my gratitude, Arginus, and, and you, mysterious stranger. He's still speaking in Dwarven at this point, so I don't know if uh, if Thalias understands Dwarven. Hell no, he doesn't. But he, oh, uh, right. Arginus will uh, go word for word with it. Translate. Yeah. All right. He like, claps. Claps the last on the shoulders. Arginus also Thank claps so on the soldiers. For... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for healing me, my friend. Surely would have perished. Yeah. But uh... no problem. It's uh, <laughs> what I do, I guess. And I sort of shrug at uh, Arginus, like, who is this guy again? <laughs> oh, he—he's—he's uh, he's the reason why uh, we we uh, uh, why I left off the uh, the the surgery table. You you know. Uh, uh, right. He's the guy. He's the man. All right. Uh, so at this point, uh, Uhtred uh, will have finished tying up uh, the surrendered werewolf. Okay. Guy. And then Tiblith will let the the spell expire. And you see him. He gets to his feet and he like he goes to sheath the rapier again. And it takes him a couple of tries as he's still as he's like readjusting to moving in his own body. So he's kind of like you know like twist like crack his neck shake his hands out like okay that's how this works again <laughs> okay uh let's let's talk about loot because you got three werewoods two of them are dead one of them is surrendered they are each wearing a plus two suit of leather armor uh they each have two plus one short swords they each have a plus one amulet of natural armor they each have a belt of plus two decks they each have a cloak of resistance plus two. They each have a ring of protection plus one. And they each have a necklace of fireballs type two. Here's what necklace of fireballs does. Uh, this item appears to be a string or a cluster of spherical beads, sometimes with the ends tied together to form a necklace. Um, it does not count as an item worn around the neck for the purpose of determining which of a character's worn magic items is effective. If a character holds it, however, all can see the strand as it really is. A golden chain from which hang a number of golden spheres. The spheres are detachable by the wearer and only by the wearer, who can easily hurl one of them up to 70 feet. When a sphere arrives at the end of its trajectory, it detonates as a fireball spell. The save DC is 14 to take half damage. Different spheres come in different strengths, ranging from those that deal 2d6 points of fire damage to those that deal 10d6. Um, okay, so a type 2 necklace of fireballs has 166 sphere, and that is going to be missing off of one of those necklaces. Uh, and they also have two 4d6 spheres and two 2d6 spheres. Okay, so... It's been a few minutes. You guys are uh, taking stock of the loot that these guys had. Um, oh, you know what? In addition to that, these werewoods have gotten some loot of their own that they have uh, lifted off of people in the crowd before this combat started. Um, so let's see. Between the three of them, you uh, also find a magical necklace... A magical headband and a magical robe. I want to know about the robe. Yeah. 
Giblet, you have identified this as a Zorn robe. This brown and gray robe is always dirty. And the chest and back of each shoulder is decorated with a gem-like eye pattern. Uh, The wearer gains a plus five bonus on perception checks and can use Earth Glide to pass through up to 20 feet of natural or worked stone per day. The distance traveled with Earth Glide does not need to be consecutive, but it must be used in five foot increments. The wearer is able to safely ch- <laughs> the wearer is able to safely chew, swallow, digest, and derive nutrition from gems, precious metals, and metallic ore, with 100 gold worth of these materials sustaining him for one full day. That is if amazing. the wearer <laughs> just fucking crunch some uh, like caltrops or something. Uh, if the wearer removes the robe after such a meal, he is sickened until 24 hours have passed since the last meal of this kind. Wearing the robe again immediately negates this penalty. All right, so that was the robe. Now we've got the magical headband. All right, uh, you identify the headband as a shifter's headband, plus four. Uh, this band of reddish fox fur is made on the front with a is marked on the front with a distinctive symbol that constantly shifts into a different character. The headband grants the wearer an enhancement bonus to one ability score, one mental ability score. Uh, you know that this one specifically is plus four wisdom. And in addition to that, uh, treat this as temporary bonus for those 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. If the wearer is a creature who uses magic to change form, they gain the following additional benefits. And this would include if you're like a lycanthrope or if you used a polymorph spell on your fa- on your polymorph spell on yourself. For a plus four headband, uh, you get uh, the wearer treats their caster level as if it were one level higher when casting spells or creating extracts of the polymorph subschool. And also once per day, while under the effects of a polymorph spell or extract, the wearer can assume another form allowed by that effect. This is a standard action. Uh, plus four shifter's headband is worth 17,500 gold. And then there is the necklace. You identify this as a periapt of wound closure. This stone is bright blue and dangles on a silver chain meant to be worn on the neck. The wearer of this periapt automatically becomes stable if their hit points drop below zero, but not if the damage is enough to kill the wearer. Uh, the periapt doubles the wearer's normal rate of healing or allows normal healing of wounds that would not do so normally. Uh, hit point damage caused by bleeding is negated for the wearer of the periapt, but he is still susceptible to damage from bleeding that causes ability damage or drain. Well, what do you do with remember, all this gold? We, well, when we sell those, we get half of what he's saying. So that 20 Tell was a 10, still. 17. We yeah, can then, fix Stackus with well, all this money. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, like, are we just like... This is loot that these guys stole from people. Like yep. what? No, we don't know that. Hey, possession is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you guys do? Uh, the the crowd by now has like more or less fully returned to what they were doing. Uh, it's not like a. It's not like as if nothing happened. Uh, like pretty much everybody is still talking about this kind of crazy thing that just happened. Like a couple people are, uh, like. Still in a lot of pain from getting hit by that fireball, or uh, like a couple people that fell. Uh, they fortunately did not take enough damage to die, and like they're being helped now. Uh, so it's just kind of like you're now in a crowd that's like still that's like reeling from what just happened. Um, are you keeping these three items that you found on the werewoods that were clearly stolen from other people? 
Oh, Teoblith would try and find the owners. Uh, Thelias would let Teoblith handle it, uh, knowing that he will make the right decision. <clears throat> <laughs> what yeah. world are we living in right now? <laughs> I'm gonna follow that Hell Knight's moral compass. Yeah. Hey, would Teoblith we li- really? We live in back? a system of laws. Yeah. All right. Very fair laws. He, he Don't might even be worry a selfish, about it. evil bastard, but he is. He lives in a society. God damn it. Um, yeah, I think Utru would be more preoccupied with finishing tying this guy up and then being like, "Where the fuck are the guards?" Yeah. Um, as you're thinking this, you do see like the first uh, couple guards like finally rushing onto the scene. Like it seems like there were just no guards nearby. And I, you would remember before this combat started, I think that's like one of the last things Uhtred was doing uh, before the Werewoods attacked. It was like, or it was like right after they attacked. You were like looking to see if there was a guard nearby to, to handle this, but there was not. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, the first couple of guards do, do finally arrive far too late to have helped in this, uh, in this combat, but they're here and uh, one of them walks up to Uhtred, who I'm assuming is still standing over the werewood that he tied up. Oh, yeah. And you have uh, you have tongues. You understand him without him changing his languages. He's looking around, uh, and he says, Are you the one who apprehended this criminal? Oh, many thanks, friend. Oh, Tell me, don't, what, don't what, mention it. what happened? Uh, well, these three, and Uhtred kind of points to the werewolves, we're uh, pickpocketing amongst the crowd, and my friend over there, Genus, I'm not sure if it was him or his associate there, the orc, pointed out that one of them was nicking purses, and the orc got stabbed right good. Well, then these two popped out, and you know how it goes. I don't know how, uh, how rowdy the crowds are from where you're from, but... Uh, no, I'm afraid I don't. I don't know how it goes, but I I do. Uh, I am getting. I guess a, that uh, makes sense. The response time is kind of slow. <laughs> <laughs> he he gives you a look, and it, you think he might have like something to say about that, but he just kind of. But I also just did his job for him. Well, he just, he takes a breath and says, "Well, again, I you have you have my thanks for." Uh, keeping order in our streets we will we will take it from here and he uh please do he like yanks up on the on the ropes gets the werewood to like stand up to his feet and just a reminder i mentioned it last week but these werewoods are small sized creatures so it's like the the height of a halfling <laughs> that makes this even funnier <laughs> he uh our genus just murdering a child sized construct <laughs> you should have had it be like I surrender. Tie me up. <laughs> Don't hurt me, mister. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Give him nightmares. <laughs> Directly after killing his boss. Like, Please don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, so this guard starts uh, marching uh, the werewolf away. Uh, uh, hold, hold on one, one second. There. Do, do you, you have any restraints of your own? I'd, I'd like to have that rope. <laughs> <laughs> Penny pension Uchit. Yeah. No, that's a lucky <laughs> rope. I have had that rope since the boneyard. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Um, I think you got it out of the well. 
I uh, did. It was a hundred foot rope that I cut into two fifty length uh, pieces. You're welcome. It was like the first thing that we salvaged. I added that well, so you're welcome. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> he stops and he he looks at the the rope that's. I'm sorry. Probably seen like better just, days. I know it looks like it's just normal rope, but you sentimental value, you know. He looks like he has something to say to say about that, but he like takes a breath and he smiles at you. He says, "Yes, yes, of course." Uh, and uh, he he gives the wearer another like once over to like confirm that he's like not armed, and he, he just says like, "You you try anything, you'll regret it very much." He has like the the werewood. He's got like a firm grip, like pressed down on his shoulder, while he uh, with the other hand unties the the rope. And then he uh, takes a, a pair of manacles out, and he uh, he restrains the werewolf with those, and then he marches him away. And there are uh, a couple other guards that are seeing to the crowd and also investigating the 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 two werewolves that are are not currently alive, and just kind of managing the scene. Tiablith, you. It takes a little bit of time because it's a little chaotic, but you find the owner, the original owners of these items. They're so moved by your recovering of these items and also your generosity of returning them to them. Uh, they say, please, please, uh, you deserve something like this for, for such a gesture. I'll, here, here I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, I will sell it to you for only a tenth of the price. Ooh. That's big 10-4. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got yourself a deal, buddy. Indeed. Thank you, buddy. Uh, okay, so Zorn robe, that was 20,000, so you can buy it for 200. Uh, then we got... Wait, no, 2,000. Yes, thank you. I was like, I'm already getting a deal. I'm not going to be greedy out here. (laughs) Shifter's headband was seventeen thousand five hundred. That's one thousand seven fifty. Yep. And the periapt of wound closure was fifteen thousand. So you can have that for one point five k. So that's five thousand two fifty. Does is anybody interested in any of those? I'm, I'm interested in the, in the Zorn robe. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, also, I asked because I think it would be hilarious if, like, and sold uh, them back yes, to them. Yes, because that's what we're going to do with them. <laughs> hey, I'll buddy, do I have a good else. deal for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell you this robe at one half the cost. <laughs> well, I don't think they would be interested in buying it back, but they also would not be insulted if you just went and sold it because. You know, they... Yeah, no, I just thought it would be funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're playing, like, if this is, like, Elder Scrolls or something, you could probably do some stupid shit like that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the periapt and the headband, absolutely. I am I have no interest in either of those, and I, I don't think anyone anyone here would be terribly interested. But, yeah, the Zorn robe, I, I'm definitely interested in. All right. So, uh, is, uh, it says, like, Uhtred was also interested in that. Why wouldn't you be? It doesn't take up a slot. Yeah, it's a body well, slot. Well, yeah, it which... does, but yeah, I don't think it's a slot that you are currently. Well, yeah. Either. I don't think it's one that any of us have currently, Phil. Any... Uh, our genus does have a robe, but that's it. I don't think anyone else does. Any, as so is uh, Thalias going to get down Don't worry, this? boys. I rolled a four, so. <laughs> you want you want a dirty robe, Thalias? 
Uh, now I'm good. Yeah. Why would he need that? <laughs> All right. Tebow's roll of 13. He claims the robe. All right. Very good. Because that's what Tebow needs is more perception. <laughs> and more locomotion. That robe wasn't really a, a need item, though. No, no, not for. It was just like no one needs this stuff, but if you had it, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, just the fact to be able to be like, uh, oh, you're gonna hit me? I'll uh, five foot into the ground and just pop out next turn with another yeah, five. Also foot super useful again. Also super useful in uh, like a dungeon that's got like stone walls. Yep. Yeah. Just go scout out the other side. What's everybody doing now? Because the situation's more or less under control. The authorities have arrived, and they're they're taking care of things. Um, was the festival resuming? Because I think we that was like what we were coming yeah. to was watch. The, you guys yeah. were on your way to Coatl Stadium, and this kind yeah. of interrupted things. But yeah, as far as you can tell, uh, like just like uh, a stabbing outside Yankee Stadium ain't stopping the baseball game. <laughs> uh, the Dude, there's Clash some stadiums where it might happen in the stadium and they don't stop. <laughs> the Clash of Saints is still on, as far as you can tell. Uh, you can still hear, like, applause and cheers coming from within. Well, that's what Uhtred came here to do, so by golly, he's going to do it. All right. Arginus, are you uh, are you staying at your post? Yeah. Arginus is like... <laughs> He he gets done with the uh, he gets done with that activity and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know he has the uh, weirwood that's tied up on display and being like, yeah, a, I'll guard, your hair a guard took the you. the weirwood away. Man, I mean, can I have him for display for the day? I mean, at the very <laughs> least, he deserves some humiliation, right? Like you went from he, are you talking about the weirwood. What? Like yeah. you, you murdered this guy, and now you want to publicly humiliate his corpse? No, he wants the one no, that's still alive. Corpse. I want the tied oh. up one. Yeah. The guards took away. Yeah. The are you like going and requesting to the guard that the where would be left in your custody? Not in my custody. I'll I'll tell the I'll tell you what I will pay thirty gold. For uh, the guard to hang out with uh, with me and this weirwood. <laughs> the guard looks at you askant. Uh, 40 gold. And how do you you're gonna get arrested this with him. to him? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he can't understand what you're saying. I assume, I, I assume our genius is speaking dwarven or something. Uh, yeah. Just like he was with uh, Versante. Uh, the, uh, the... Look, 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 look. All, all I want to do is uh, be able to uh, uh, get back to some normalcy. You <laughs> see? Uh, all I'm looking for is uh, to get to generate our business back up since, since it all really started in front of ours, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't want uh, anybody to uh, fret away, so if I could have some sort of a public display to show that, yes, everything's back under control, <laughs> uh, it, it might endorse our business a little bit. We literally just did the public display <laughs> to show everything's back under control. I, uh, I will give you the benefit of the doubt that you are from out of town and they do things differently where you're from, but this criminal is about to face justice for his crimes and he will do that according to our municipal government not based on highway justice 
Uh, of course, it's. Uh, think of it as a, a last meal. I'll, uh, I'll even give him uh, a free meal, if you will. Think of it as my last good will that I'm not bringing you with him. Ho ho ho! I like your attitude. <laughs> and he, oh, and he like harumphly uh, shoves the weirwood uh, along away from Arginus. God damn it. The mental image of Goliath standing... Damn it, I can't, I, I can't abuse this person for sport. Tom, right? on, a, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much were you expecting that to work? I was not expecting it to work at okay. all. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job of displaying... Acting uh, Portraying that for Arginus. Yeah, oh yeah. I was just curious. Okay, so <laughs> you said Arginus... So Arginus is going to just go right back to his job. Uh, oh, yeah doing the hero readings okay uh and everybody else is going to coatl stadium yep all right you guys enter the stadium and it's i mean you, you were the, you were here yesterday so it's not like this brand new site but it's just like giant the stadium itself is like like down like almost below street level and like the stands are built up around it and they're like just concluding uh another uh fight of some horse-drawn uh soldiers versus one single one single combatant that's kind of like doing a lot of like like flippy flips and like acrobatics from uh one one place to another kind of like deftly moving around all these horses uh but you guys uh you guys sit down and you uh you get comfy and you prepare to uh enjoy yourselves a nice afternoon of uh, Saint Clashing, and uh, we're gonna pick it up there next week on the Inspired right. Incompetence Podcast. Podcast. Brother. See ya. See ya. See ya.